Hello, welcome to Kamari's Place. I hope you're having a wonderful day, evening, night, or whatever time you are listening to this podcast. Come on in, take off your shoes, make yourself comfortable, because today we're going to be sharing a lot. We're going to be talking about some hot takes, right? We're going to be sharing about some rants, some tropes that we don't like. We're just going to be giving you a life update. Um, so get ready. Get on the couch, girl so that we can have a conversation and i'll see you when we get into it right now okay i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna come back don't wait 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 i'm gonna come back don't worry don't worry i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna talk soon okay you hold on right now you know what i have really missed the podcast i haven't been on here in like maybe two or three weeks even though I've been uploading, I've been scheduling posts because I I got to the point where I was like uploading five times a week almost. And I'm like, if I want people to listen to this, maybe I should spread it apart a little bit because then good episodes get buried because it's like, you know, episode after episode. So I scheduled out. But honestly, I'm not going to do that anymore because what is this podcast? First and foremost, a growth tool for me. So if I want to post it, I'm going to post it. And if someone happens to listen, they listen. And if they don't, it's okay. Because what is it again? It's a growth tool for me first and foremost. Um, But with that being said, I am so excited to be on this podcast today. It's going to be, I want it to be quick and simple, but honestly, knowing myself is probably going to be long and complex but that just is what it is but I do kind of want to get off soon because I want to study a little bit because I'm planning on taking my test tonight that's the plan that's the hope and I kind of don't want to do it too late because I gotta wake up early but that's besides the point because that's not what we're here for so let's kind of just go down the list so let me give you some updates on my habits So I think I told you guys in a couple podcasts before when I've talked about like my new habits, whatever, whatever choices, right? I told you guys that I've been wanting to work out at least four times a week. That's my goal. I don't know why I put four, um, but I've chosen four and if not four, three. And so I've been doing that, trying to do that consistently each week. And so far it's went well. If I haven't done four I've at least done three and maybe a couple of times have done two. But over the past, like maybe three weeks, I've been doing this consistently. And it's actually been, I don't want to say enjoyable, but some parts of it has been enjoyable. And we can talk about that in a little bit. But the first thing that comes in mind about this little journey is it's been challenging and it's been um it's been developing discipline you know because when I put this on my list and I say I gotta work out today I literally it's a part of I'm trying to make it that it's like an integrated thing a part of my lifestyle it's not something that I I just do when I get to it's something that I build into my schedule and I make time for and it's something that I know that I'm going to look forward to four times out of the week and so there has been times where I've been wanting to regress back to that thing to that type of mindset of like oh I don't have to do it today or I just won't do it today you know I've been trying 
sometimes I find myself regressing back there, but then I have to pull myself back to my current habit that I want to develop. And it's like, no, this is your lifestyle. We have to build time for it. If you don't have time, you have to build it in because this is something that you want to do. So in that aspect, it's been challenging, but it's also been rewarding because I've actually been sticking to it. And of course, like I've just said, it's not been always exciting. Like literally today, I was like, this is boring. (laughs) As I was doing it, this is boring. Yesterday, I was whining, trying to do upper body. It sucked. And sometimes I don't give each set my all. Sometimes I sit out on the set. But then throughout the workout, I do try to tell myself, like, Kamari, come on, keep going. Like, you have to at least try this set, even though it's difficult. Because some of the stuff is difficult because I never work out before. Like, ab workouts are so hard for me because I do not have any ab strength whatsoever. It's easier for me to do cardio than it is to do ab como se dice and so sometimes I find myself wanting to skip abs or like oh this is too hard I'm not going to do this workout oh this is too hard I'm not going to do lower body but instead I'm like how will I ever become strong in this if I don't try and so instead of me just skipping around sometimes I will dedicate and be like this is what I'm going to do this is what it's going to be now sometimes I I feel like I'm ranting too much y'all do not care about me working out but it's fine um so yeah like today I did abs and it sucked it was very challenging but I did it anyways I I did around 40% of it because honestly and truthfully it was so hard to the point that I'm like I don't feel like I'm getting a workout and so I recognized that I did attempt it but then I was like I don't want to leave it at this because I don't feel satisfied with this like my heart beat my heart rate was not beating okay it was not jumping I was not sweating and to me maybe that's like an unhealthy mindset developing but to me I'm not it is feel like a workout especially because I didn't give it my all especially because it was challenging so I'm like I'm gonna couple this with another workout and I did hit and I really like this hit workout that I just did so I'm probably gonna do her more often no bad addiction yeah I like that workout it was challenging but it had my heart rate up it was something that I could keep up with some of the sets I sat out with because my heart was literally beating but I'm like that's what I want to feel it feels like I'm doing something so that's my whole little rant on working out and new habits and right so let's go ahead and talk about the hot takes today i feel like there's a lot more but i probably haven't been diligent in writing them down in an organized space so they're probably all over everywhere but i collected at least like five or six of the thoughts that i've had over the past couple of weeks that i wanted to share with you So the first hot take, it's not even really a hot take. I forgot what I called it in my last podcast when I went through. But anyways, excuse me, I was drinking water. Probably should have gave you um, a heads up. Anyways, first hot take. So um, it's this proximity to whiteness wins in our society and this came to me I think yesterday and I jotted it down because I'm like ah that's kind of cool like I'm not even gonna lie and I forgot what inspired that I honestly truthfully forgot what inspired that 
But I was thinking and it came to me and I was like, you know what? It is true. Proximity to whiteness wins in our society. I know where it came from. I believe I know where it came from. I believe it came, this came to me when I was watching a video by Mina Lee, probably one of my favorite YouTubers as far as like commentary. She does fashion commentary, which I love, like fashion analysis and things like that. And she was talking about plastic surgery. And she was talking about how the new ideal beauty standard is kind of like the face of the Kim Kardashians of the world, you know? Like, you have like a tan and you have like a small nose. Sorry about that. I was interrupted. But, um basically she was talking about the ideal face right so the ideal face is tan skin small nose but then like plump lips high cheekbones you know um big butt small waist big bust like hourglass shape and so a lot of these features that you know kim kardashian and people like her have is kind of like this racially ambiguous thing going on where it's like it's giving ethnic and a lot of the features of what, you know, people from different ethnic backgrounds have, namely African Americans or just black people in general, um, or, you know, from Asian back, more so races as well, like race background, ethnic backgrounds and things like that. But yeah, having, drawing different features from all of these different backgrounds, but still looking white like you can tell when you look at kim kardashian you know she's white even though she does have all of these features drawn to her so it's a level of ambiguity but at the same time it's not too ambiguous to the fact that you will ever forget that she's white right and so that's the face that kind of circulates a lot in our society now and i think that that is where that um is where that hot take came from proximity to whiteness um wins in our society and that's true but at the same time I don't think that that is where it comes from I think that I was looking at something else where it got me thinking because I remember the the thought that triggered this idea which was me talking about it kind of going on a continuum so you know there's whiteness right which in our society is the pinnacle of all greatness in certain people's eyes in turn making it the standard of our society but then from whiteness there's like a continuum of how it goes and this is in my view so it's like you know whiteness and then there's different degrees of what whiteness is more ideal than the other let's say for instance just the most broad um example blonde versus brunette you know i don't know about the white people because i'm not white so i you we gonna have to ask them if this is a true fact but what i've heard what is a a usually like a trending idea i don't know if this still stands but what from what i've heard it's like people most people prefer you know the blonde haired blue eye type of look before they are going to go for the brunette you know so that's the continuum within the white space but then as you go down and you trickle down throughout you know then there's like people who are close to white so either you're lighter skin or either 
yeah, you're lighter skin and there that's how you it goes. Um and so that's where that thought process came from. I'm going to try not to go into too many details of this because I literally just spent a long while explaining myself and that's not the point of hot takes. It's just supposed to be like you think about it. But anyways, next one is the statement of it's just is an indicator that you don't recognize the group as human beings. You see them as property, as commodities, pawns for your entertainment, your enrichment, your betterment. And so what I mean by this, which I just said, I'm not going to go into that, but I need to kind of disclaim what I mean by it's just is, you know how you hear often, it's just food, it's just hair, it's just a language, it's just music, it's just, it's just, you know, or you can do this with so many different areas. Oh, it's just a job. It's just, a, it's just, it's just, but where I was coming from with this statement was more so with culture and human beings. Um, we tend to do that a lot or they tend to do that a lot. I don't know who, but certain people tend to do that a lot where they'll try to reduce a situation to it just being X, Y, Z. And that tells me when you want to reduce it to it just being X, Y, Z, that tells me that you don't actually see the situation for what it is in its whole entirety. You see that human being as just being property or just being a commodity or just being a pawn for your entertainment. Because if you actually knew and respected the whole being or the whole culture or the whole background or the whole people group in which all of these things that you say it's just comes from, if you actually respected it or was curious enough to want to appreciate it, you would know that it's not just it is culture. It's not just hair. There's a lot behind this hair and it is culture. It's not just food. There's a lot of meaning behind this, of shared memories, of importance and significance and sentiment behind this food. It's not just food for us. It's culture. It's us. It's the. It's, it's not just food. It's us and the food because we made the food. Without the food... I mean, without us, there would be no food. So you saying it's just food or just hair or just music tells me that you're not actually respecting and seeing the people group behind said music, said food, said hair, said whatever else. Follow me on that. Follow me on that. So personally, for me, it irks me when people say it's just miss me with that. Because it's more than just that. <laughs> okay, next. The next one is one of the best ways to find what you like is to identify what you don't like. That came to me when I was in class one day and we were talking about values and things like that. And it's like, how do you find what are your values like? Or this also came to me a while back too when I was exploring boundaries. Like, how do you know what are your boundaries? They have to first be, I don't want to say that they have to be first violated, but one of the ways that you will find your boundaries, if you are, it is if you're checking where you feel violated in that sense. And I was like, if it's, and I've talked about this before, if it's like, a, uh, I feel some type of way, maybe you need a boundary. You know what I mean? And so I think, I just think that that's cool that one of the ways that you can find what you really like is to explore and identify what you don't like. Cause it's kind of like process of elimination. There's so many, um, 
there's so many options out there so many opportunities variables out there and so it can be a lot more easier to rule out what you don't like oh I don't like this I don't like that I know I don't like this I know this is not it I know that is not it so then you can dwindle it down to what may be it and I'm like okay you know it's easy I don't know why but I think as a human collective I think this is the human condition it's a lot easier to point out negatives than it is to point out a positive and negatives and positives are compliments. So if you can find a negative, more than likely you're going to be able to find the positive. And vice versa. If you know what you like, then you may, it may be likely for you to know what you don't like. And vice versa. But it's a lot easier for us to gravitate towards like, ah, uh, no, no, no. So then you can actually focus on maybe, maybe, oh, yes, yes, you know. Okay, let's keep going because I don't want to hold y'all long. This is also, I think, one of my first, no, this is, I can't say that. I was going to say that this was one of my first podcasts with my iPad, but it's not. I've had it in another podcast before, but it's my first podcast with this setup because I got this little stand here and girl, it didn't change my life. I love this. Anyways, last thing, last thing. Oh, we have two more things. Okay. So I feel like I'm all over the place. Do you guys like this? I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Anyways, so the second to last thing is we settle for safe because the stars are uncertain. That came to me this morning, girl. I was saying, not me eating up this phrase right here. Like, not me eating up this quote. Period. No. I don't know if anybody has ever said this, so I'm going to just say, kind of Kamari. Kind of Kamari. We settle for safe because the stars are uncertain. I felt like a poet there, girl. I said, no, it's true, though. No, it's true. You know, <sighs> at least I know for myself, I settle for just a safe option. Because sometimes reaching for the stars is uncertain. And I don't like to not know what's going on. I want to be in control. And to be in control is to be certain to me. And so if something's uncertain, I'm not in control. That means that I don't want to be a part of it. But, you know... We're working on it. And so that's that. Last thing that I'm going to say is the paradox of love. <laughs> Let me read it. Okay. So basically, the paradox of love is that you have to risk it all to even have a chance to win at all. And that is so true. I've been learning about this a lot as I've been helping a friend through heartbreak. And you know oftentimes they talk about how you know they're not this person and they shouldn't be you know still stuck on this person like you know I usually can just move on da -da -da -da. like this is not me and why does it have to be me and da -da -da. but it's like and then they kind of want to like regress and clamp up but the whole point of love is that you literally have to it's so like uncertain. It's literally gambling. This is probably why people probably get addicted to love to in a sense. This is probably how love can become toxic because you literally have to gamble in a sense. Risk not at all that that's figurative, but you have to risk it all figuratively and sometimes literally in order to have a chance to even win at all. And what is winning? 
actually finding love and having it be reciprocated in XYZ, etc., etc. But in order for you to get there, you have to open up. You have to be vulnerable. Sometimes you have to compromise and sacrifice and accommodate and stretch and grow and be accountable and be held accountable and be honest and truthful, not only with yourself, but with other people. That's a lot of risking. You're doing a lot of that for it to not even be a guarantee that it will be given back, for it to not even be a guarantee that it will even work out. But in order to even have a chance for it to work out, for you to possibly enter into a relationship and be able to be in love and all that kind of stuff, you literally have to do those things. Now, don't quote me on this. You can literally quote me on this, but like quote me on the paradox quote, but don't quote me on this because... I don't have a lot of experience with love, so I don't know what all it entails. Girl, I could not tell you the first thing about it, but I can tell you the preliminary thing about it. Mm. So that's just something to think on. I don't know if you have to risk it all, but you definitely have to risk it all to have the chance to win it all. All right, moving on. Next thing that was on my mind was romance tropes freaking I was okay as I was working out today at first I was watching YouTube as I was working out but then I was like oh I'm over this so I was like let me listen to an audiobook and so I turned on this audiobook that I've been wanting to get into for a minute but because I've been watching TV a lot lately I haven't been listening to books a lot lately it's either one or the other for me because that takes up all my leisure time so it's been taking me a while to get into this book and I get into it finally as I'm working out and I'm like, I do not like this. Not even within the first 50 pages of the book, these people already are in love, basically. And that brings me to the first romance trope. I think I should make this a separate video. So I am. Because um, <laughs> I just know I'm going to rant long. And again, we've been learning. This is not related to hot takes at all. So why am I trying to fit it into this podcast? That's not necessary, Kamari. You can make a whole separate podcast for romantic tropes. So that's what I'm going to do. Anyways, as always, my friends, peace, positivity, productivity, prosperity, and a gossip perspective to you and everyone you know. And then until next time, bye.